0: Over the past couple of years, recent years, um, it's become more accessible for the average person to build a computer at home, you know, a PC, uh, because there's been such a large price reduction. So today I got uh, Jack Condra. It's his second time on the show. Uh, He's really great. He's been helping out the show a lot. So um, we got him back on the show because he's really interested in built. He's built a a PC from scratch. Well, not from scratch, but he's ordered the parts and... um, you know he did it all by himself at home which is you know something a person like me who's not necessarily that technologically inclined you know that's kind of a great feat but I figured I guess I could figure it out I'm going to learn how to do it today so here's uh, Jack Condra how's it going what have you been up to?
1: Hey Jack uh, I've been doing pretty well Um, I'm just now going to my freshman year of high school Uh, I'm going to DuPont Manual High School Uh, it's a whole new experience from going from an from virtual in middle school, going straight into this whole field of high school, taking AP classes, but it's been pretty fun and baseball has been going well. Like I said, in the last time I talked, uh, I'm we're now doing a fall league, so I guess I'm finally on the team, which is really exciting. And one of the classes I'm really looking forward to is AP Computer Science Principles, where we talk a lot about this stuff, which, I, which is really helpful when you build something, like you said, on your own that can help you improve on that.
0: Okay, so um, where where would a, a person start exactly? Where would they want to kind of get their grounding in uh, learning how to build a PC?
1: So the first thing I'd recommend before you even look at what parts you want is figure out budget and you need to know what everything does you can't just build a pc without knowing what each thing does because if you don't you won't know how to fix it when something bad happens
0: okay so you're pretty much saying uh you got to look at your budget obviously that's something i talked about in the intro and um you got and i guess what you're going to use going to be using it for exactly so uh what, what was your kind of setup for was it more for gaming or uh something else?
1: So I built my PC with a school slash gaming idea. I didn't want to have a flagship. A flagship is something that is like top of the line, brand new, the best of the best. But I also didn't want something that was just going to be able to run Google or something. I wanted that perfect mid-range to where I could game on some pretty high settings, but also have the storage capacity and memory capacity which i'll go into later of to run specific games
0: okay gotcha so you you were looking for kind of middle of the line not too crazy but crazy enough to um be able to run some pretty interesting stuff so um i wanted to ask well what i'm trying to get into is um how we where i mean we started you were talking about the budget and um so where would you say, uh, starting with the, the parts, exactly, where would you start at?
1: So, what, no, we're going to start knowing that. I'm going to guess that you already know what parts you want or what your budget is. Um, depending on that, then you're going to. But I would recommend, if you're a beginner and you don't know what to do, there's a site called PCPartPicker.com. Um, I use this myself. It is really helpful. Basically, what it is, is a form slash build site you can see different builds from other people who did it they have recommended entry level um, mid-tier and high levels uh, pre-build stuff that you can it always shows what parts would go well and also there's a system builder to where you can it you can look through all the parts see what's compatible and what's not so you don't buy parts that won't work together
0: okay gotcha so Um, A person coming into this they what was that website again?
1: It's called PCPartPicker.com, one
0: word. Okay, so um, I don't really know much. but So what what I was really asking was, um, um, how do I word this? So I'm very, I guess I'm not really uh, in much of the know-how of how exactly this works. So what are the main parts that you would need to build a PC?
1: So I'm going to go one by one of what? each thing is for. So I'll start with something called the CPU, a central processing unit. This is basically the brains of the operation. This is where all the data will go to and will be distributed to the rest of your ports and you build. In order to have um, a high workload, you're going to need a good CPU. So that's where you're going to have, if you're going to be more work-based, you're going to want a better CPU. Um, on top of that, you're gonna want a CPU cooler. Now there are there's uh, air coolers and liquid coolers. Uh, depending on your budget, you can either just get an air cooler, which is basically just a fan with a coil attached to it so it can expand heat so it doesn't uh, heat up. Or you can get liquid cooling, which uh, depending on if you get an AIO, which is basically a pump that goes water through a radiator, with fans so that that cools it or you can get a custom loop where you actually put tubes inside your PC where you can put actual liquid in it to cool it that way and that just depends on the budget um, connecting every part together it's called a motherboard this is basically just the transmitting your power and data through every single part and it also connects uh, stuff like all your ports outside your PC to let's say an outlet or your power Um, I talked about this earlier, but there's something called memory. Uh, Memory is used for, let's say, how many Chrome tabs can you open or uh, different games require different uh, memory loads. So sometimes if you want to do big projects with either gaming or uh, productivity, you're going to need a lot of memory. So it's just nice to have that. Um, Storage is basically just going to be your... uh, Hard drives, which are uh, actual disks that get etched in with the data. And then there's something called a SSD or solid state drive, which is basically, it looks like a little stick and it's a smaller version. It's a bit more expensive, but it's a lot faster than a hard drive. Um, Another main component to think about is the video card or graphics card or GPU. That name is tossed around a lot, but it's the same thing. So, basically, the graphics card is where all your graphics come from. With That's where the name comes from. In order to run better resolutions, um, you're going to need a more high-end graphics card. And depending on the company, you there's also more stuff like uh, G-Sync, but those are a lot more complicated. And if you really want to go into it, you can, but it's not necessary. Then there's the case where everything gets put in. That's mostly preference, but you also want something where air can go through it nicely. You don't want something that's going to become an oven, if that makes sense. And then the final thing I'll talk about is the power supply. Depending on your parts, uh, you're going to need different wattages. There's calculators online. You can just search up power supply calculator, and you can see what the basic draw of uh, the calculations so you can get the right amount of power. And PC Pop picker does that as well, but it's not as good. So I'd recommend Gain, uh searching it up as well.
0: So um, on average, how long does it take to build one of these at home? It depends
1: on how much research you've done. There's a lot of videos online. There's a lot of YouTubers online who do a lot of builds. I watched a lot of those. Uh, There's a few people like Linus Tech Tips, Nexus. Um, There's a lot of people who do these builds that are really helpful for beginners. But for me, in total, it took about three, three and a half hours. It can go quicker, but it just depends on how well you know your parts and how well you know how to put it together.
0: So I kind of came into this feeling like it would be pretty much impossible um, for me to walk into this and take a like a couple hours out uh, at least for a weekend and kind of if I had the parts and put it together so I feel like is it more is it easier than it seems uh It's
1: it's a lot easier than it seems most people think uh building a pc requires coding or something all you really need is the parts it's and everything comes with what you need it's not anything big it's basically just expensive legos that's what i like to call it
0: okay so speaking of expensive um how much on like a uh, let's say in your case how much on, on average did it cost
1: see that's a hard thing to talk about especially in the market right now because right uh for people who don't know uh due to uh covid 19 and a lot of shipping problems uh especially graphics card prices have skyrocketed to double or even triple what they should be. So let's say I'm going to call a, what card I have, it's a 1070. It came out a long time ago. It's part of the 10 series and we're almost onto the 40 series coming up. So that's about three, three generations behind. And that card is going for double what it should be. Now, I got lucky and got it for close to retail, but still, it is crazy to see how stuff has gone. If stuff cools down, um, for an entry level, I'd say for a PC, depending on what you need for it, uh, $1,000 is a good base level for just the PC. You can go lower for like $900, $800, but you won't get as good bang for your buck. Um Mid level is from let's say a thousand to fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred. Those are that's basically where you can get good parts for good prices. There's a lot of once this market cools down, there's a lot of great deals on graphics cards and CPUs, especially. Um, and then for high end, two thousand dollars up is a good high end PC. You can get a lot of stuff for that.
0: Okay, so um. Would you say that um, it's cheaper to build your PC at home or would it just be cheaper to buy it outright put together?
1: There's two reasons I recommend uh, building it yourself. Um, right now in this market, it's a lot harder to because of, like I said, the GP and CP shortages. But what what say that that is gone. There are two reasons why I say build own. Number one, if you build it, you'll know How to fix it if something goes wrong, and also you know how to how to switch stuff out. Let's say the the RAM you have or the memory you have in your PC is not enough. Now you can just switch out the RAM since you know how to do it, Um, and that's really nice to know. So you don't have to go to someone and pay them to fix it, even if it's just like oh, plug this in. But the main reason I say build it your own is because a lot of um, people who build PCs like I'll name a few of those NZXT, Newegg, Zotac, all these companies who build pre-build PCs, they are overpriced and the build quality is questionable at best. So you're not going to get that much bang for your bucks and so they're going to charge a service fee as well. And they might like Dell, they've had problems with trying to upsell them. So if you don't want that, I'd recommend building your PC. Now I understand that some people don't have the time or they really just don't want to, and that's fine. It just depends on what you want to do with it. If you really want to go into it, then build it. But if you just want to have something quick and easy, go for a pre-build. It just depends on what you want.
0: Okay, so what I'm gathering is... um... It's probably more beneficial down the long road to build it yourself because then you know um, exactly what's going on inside of it. And if you were to replace something, you would know exactly what's going on with that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, do you have any final thoughts on uh, why you should build a PC at home?
1: So, one of the things that I think one of the main reasons that I'm really happy I built mine at home is the personalization that you can get. So, I, in my build, I wanted some RGB in it, which is just fancy lights. Now, RGB does not give you better graphics. It's just aesthetics. So if you want a good bang for your buck, don't go for RGB, but I wanted that. So I got to get a case I really wanted that had a mix of good airflow and RGB. I got RGB RAM, which is your memory uh ram and memory are basically the same thing they're just different ways to say it and then i wanted wi-fi so i got a wi-fi motherboard and all this stuff i didn't need but i wanted to get it so that personalization comes in handy
0: all right so um i'd like to thank you for coming on the show jack um i think our our show. our show, I mean, the people that have been coming on, I would consider it our show because, you know, it doesn't quite work without guests uh, like you. Um, i just like to thank everybody f- for listening up to this point. Um, we're doing pretty well, actually, for a small podcast. And if you have any uh, thoughts or comments or questions, uh, email me at jac.cain at iCloud.com. Uh, you could follow the show, too, uh, on Instagram. We just got an Instagram account. Um, it's called... Over the phone podcast. That's all you have to type in. It's spaced out, though, um, on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. So I'd like to thank you for coming on the show, Jack. It's been a lot of fun and you're very knowledgeable about uh, computers and technology. And I recommend everybody uh, go back and listen to his other episode. If you haven't, it's I think episode was it two? two or three, I think. Yeah. Um, we're And also we're finishing up our uh, first season uh, coming up soon and uh, it's really exciting stuff. So we might have Jack come back on for a little bit for the season finale if you want to. Um, I'd love so, to.
1: That would be fun.
0: Yeah. All right. So um, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show again. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Talk to you later.